Hello. How are you? Good morning. Um, I'd like to talk to you about this title I made up for this video called The Road to the Mark of the Beast. Okay. And um, I'd like to talk to you about how, you know, people are going to say that our Christians, that they'll never take the mark of the beast, right? And um, the thing is, what we've seen in this short period of time since 2020, 2019, is that people have already buckled under pressure. They buckled under the uh, the pressure to comply with the government, okay? And um, what makes you think people are not going to comply when it comes to the mark of the beast, all right? When your everyday routine of life is threatened, okay? People end up complying. They end up bowing the knee and to, you know, uh, they took, let's just say they took the oath. Let's just say that they took the oath. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. And in some places they couldn't work. In some places they couldn't go buy groceries. Okay. Like in France, but they fought back. All right, the, the citizens, the French fought back. All right, it's a slow process. All right. As you can see before our eyes, we have um, war. We have rumors of war, but war is inevitable when it comes to U.S. about to go head to head with Russia and China. Okay. The uh, U.S. dollar is dropping, okay, in its value. Inflation is happening. Very few people are going to hold on to Christ in this situation, okay? It's just like when it comes to, like, the time of uh, Nebuchadnezzar, okay? When there was a song to be played, there was a, and at that time they had to bow down to the idol. And if they didn't bow down to the idol, there was consequences. Everybody bowed except Meshach, Shedrach, and Abednego. Okay? Because they had their faith in God, and they were put through the fire. All right? Rarely do you hear churches talk about what's going to happen, because... They're all thinking that they are going to escape the tribulation period. When if you read the Bible, you will understand that that is not the case. Okay. You're not going to escape, you know, the tribulation period. You're not going to do that. 
not going to happen. Okay. A lot of people have that, you know, have been brainwashed by the Left Behind series, okay, talking about the pre-tribulation period, which has now come out to be nothing more than false doctrine, all right? And what has come out to be is that uh, tribulation period is, gonna, is according to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17, okay, that for this time's come that the judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it is first to begin at us, what shall be what shall the end be for them that obey not the gospel? Let me read it again. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? Okay. People want to try and say they're going to get out of here before it happens. You're not. That doctrine is a doctrine of devils. Okay. And like I said, it's going to start with these rumors of wars. Okay. We're going to have, uh, we already having food shortages. All right. When that B system happens, fully in effect, people, a lot of people are going to fold. And it's a, because of the fact that, especially within the, the Christians, is because they're going to be fed strong lies, okay? Especially when that pre-tribulation doctrine is finally proven to be false before their eyes. Because they'll start to read the scriptures and see that... Everything that is happening, okay, and Jesus has not come back to take away his church. And uh, people are going to get mad because they misplaced their hope. They put in something that was perishing, all right? And a lot of time, <clears throat> especially in first world countries, you have a lot of people hating the cross of Christ, all right, and hating that they have to deny themselves and seek the kingdom of God, all right? A lot of people are not willing to accept that. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you, right? And when you read this verse, people are thinking they may have a man. It all depends on your mindset, too. People will think, well, that's, this must mean that I'll be safe from trouble. This must mean I'll have the car I want, the spouse I want, I desire. Okay? No. It means you seek the will of God for your life. Okay? And whatever you, and whatever it is that you desire, as long as it's in line with God's will, you will have it. That's what it means. Okay. God is, it's, this, this life is, you know, basically, um, it's pilgrims passing through. All right. That's what it is. 
see a lot of the gospel you know has been the parts that the very vital parts of it i mean all of it is vital but when it comes to the christian life okay there's a lot of it that has been chipped away from what's needed to be heard, what's needed to be said, okay? And the fact is that this life is very hard and it's called with self-denial, all right? And a lot of people are not willing to preach that part of the gospel because it causes about pain and sacrifice, thus nullifying the faith of those that hear them and also making them lukewarm and tears. Okay. It makes that's what basically it makes them tears. It makes them enemies of the gospel. Because when they now when they when someone comes around and tells them the truth, let's let's take for example divorce and remarriage, right? According to the Bible, marriage is a covenant, is is a it's a uh it is a representation of Christ's undying love for his church. And covenants only end in death. So when you get married, right, and there's a divorce, there is no seeking another spouse, no matter what has happened in that marriage, no matter who did what to who. According to Romans chapter 7, marriage is binding till death. And if you go and marry somebody else while your first spouse lives, you are committing adultery. Okay? And if you have done that, you must repent and end that marriage that God has that has that God has condemned to be adultery. All right. When you have a massive amount of people have been told for decades that it's OK to divorce, you know, regardless of the circumstances. And then you hear somebody tell you the truth, sound doctrine from God's words. They're going to hate you. They're going to persecute you. I remember hearing a story from a, a fellow brother. He told me that a pastor who preached that truth his car was planted with a bomb okay they wanted to kill him because he told the truth about divorce and remarriage very much how people get mad and upset when you tell the truth about the pre-tribulation doctrine is a doctrine of devils and that post-tribulation is the only tribulation that's going to come into fruition that means we're going to endure the seven-year tribulation, and then Jesus comes back to reclaim his church and start bringing judgment on the world, okay? That is what we will be facing, the seven-year tribulation period. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. They want a comfortable life. They want what they want okay and jesus is a road of sacrifice and self-denial and very few people want to follow him and those who do they risk a lot they risk their marriages they risk their job they risk their families they risk their love of their children because people will turn on you when you start taking this life seriously all right mother against uh, daughter, father against son, husband against wife, wife against husband, nation against nation, church against church. All right. It gets that ugly. 
all right? And people don't realize that. They won't realize until they take those take, take steps to start living for Christ day to day. You'll see how many friends you actually have when you start trying to live for Jesus, especially when it gets closer and closer to that tribulation period. Now your faith has to be red hot. And a lot of people are who call themselves Christians are not willing to do that. They will fall by the wayside. They will yield to taking the mark of the beast. They will yield to the Antichrist because they don't like the real Jesus. The real Jesus is hated by all humanity. Not all humanity, but a vast amount of people will hate the real Jesus. Okay? Because there's a lot of suffering attached to the real Jesus. And there's things that people don't want to face. All right? See right here. Okay. Here we go. James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing that they trying that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entirely and wanting nothing. Okay. A lot of people don't want to go through this. It's the suffering. It's the, the trials, okay? They want an easy, quick fix, and that's not going to happen with Jesus, which is the reason why many people will preach the gospel in the pulpit or even preach it in public, half-truths, okay? A person may be on, you stay seem on fire, but when you mention divorce or remarriage or you mention something like, well, Christians shouldn't join the military, now people get triggered. And they want to attack you now. Okay? Because they don't like hearing that. You hit you hit you hit something that is a stronghold in their life. Okay? You hit something that is uh that is dear to their heart, that is a sacred idol in their lives. And now they see you as the enemy, and that's how. Well, God will reveal who's real and who's not. <clears throat> okay. It's a very, very, very rough life. Okay. I'll read from here. <clears throat> Okay, where all right, here I was. Yeah, Philippians chapter 3, verses 18 to 21. For many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even and now tell you even weeping, that there are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. This is what I was talking about when I was saying that people want a comfortable life, people don't want to leave their homes, they don't want to risk you know, living a life for Christ that could sacrifice their hopes, dreams, and desires. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body that is made 
may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. All right. To a lot of people, um, Jesus is an enemy. All right. Following Christ is your it's it's countercultural and your Christ is at war with everything about this world. Christ is at war with self-defense. Christ is at war with pornography. Christ is at war with the US government, the governments of this world who hate him and reject his God, reject God and reject his son Jesus Christ. The world and God are at war with each other. Okay? People in the church who call themselves Christians are at war with him, who hate his gospel, who hate hearing the voice of the Lord, who hate hate it if their spouse becomes a true Christian. That means they have to change because the light of Christ will show from them, from their spouse unto them, and they'll run or they'll curse or they'll swear or try to water down their faith by trying to rationalize their on fire for God's spouse out of into back into their lukewarmness. Okay. Men um, love darkness because their deeds are evil. Okay. That's what will happen. Okay. Mining earthy. And this life is hard. I mean, especially if you're a young person coming out of college and you want to do things with your life. And then God comes to say, I have a plan for you. And it's up to you what you want to say. He who is holy, let him be holy still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. That is in the book of Revelation. Okay, but all these things, you know, it will show it's a road. Okay, broad is the path to destruction, narrow is the path to eternal life. Okay, and that's you know, that's basically what it is. Okay. And a lot of people, you know, don't understand that. Some people do understand it, but the tug of this world is so strong that and what they want for their life, you know, that's what they want, no matter what. Okay? And people struggle daily, you know? I can't really, I can't condemn them because those things I battle with as well. I'm human. And at the end of the day, we have to understand, we have to make a decision, you know? We have to make a decision of what, what is, what is, what do we want? Okay. What do we want with this life? What are we going to do? Okay. When it comes down, when the rubber hits the road, what are we going to do? And each decision we make, on that road is going to be a road to the mark of the beast or it's going to be a road to heaven. Okay. That's basically what it's about. And it will always be hard. It will always be a challenge. Something a lot of us, we don't, we don't like to hear that. You don't like to hear that at all. But I'll give you this parable <clears throat> from, let's see, uh, 
Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 to 3. The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside, and multi great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into the ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. He spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprang up because they had no deepness of the earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell into good ground and brought up forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou them in parables? He answered and said unto them, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but unto them it is not given. For whomsoever to him has shall be given, he shall have a more abundance. But whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away, even that he have. Therefore I speak unto the parable, because they are seeing not, not hearing, and hearing not, they do not understand. Okay? Now, basically, the parable is basically um, three seeds okay the um one they fell wasn't deep under the earth and when the sun hit it it was scorched all right that means okay they got born again but their faith wasn't they weren't truly surrendered to christ so when the persecution and the hard times come like the tribulation period okay um they're going to fall and they're going to end up taking the mark of the beast and they're going to end up doing abominable things to survive. Okay. The second seed. All right. The vine, weeds came and choked it out. Okay. They were born again, but the desires of this world and riches choked out their committed commitment to Christ. And the third seed that was buried deep. Okay. Fell the word. The seed is the word. All right. And when it penetrated and it they totally surrendered their will to God and they brought fruit okay and endured to the end those are there's going to be those who they get to hear the word of God they surrender their whole heart to him and now they're serving him even until their dying breath and those are the ones that go to heaven okay It's hard. That's all I can say. It's hard. But a choice is still up to us. What we're going to do with our lives, especially when it gets closer to the tribulation period, when we see things happening. All right. When evil, when people are getting more evil by the day, you could see how in the Bible it's showing how people will be more cold towards each other. Lovers of pleasure than lover of God hating each other, backbiters, disobedient to parents, all right? You know that scripture, okay? And it's just, you know, it's 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 coming before our eyes, okay? You will be murderers, all right? People are going to do what they want even at the expense of others. All right? 
And it's uh, it's scary out here. It really is. You'll see people do um, outrageous things for money. All right. Especially uh, not to be sexist, but you will see women do things for money in hard times. Okay. And even in New York City, they are trying to legalize sex work. All right. That is what is happening now. Why do you think it's going to be in the end times? When you, as, as, as we speak, Satanism is having a very big comeback. All right. Paganism is having a very big comeback. All right. In certain parts of the world, both uh, first world and third world countries. Especially when hard times come, people will lose their faith in God and go to the devil to get what they want. Okay? You think people won't sacrifice their kids? You think people won't do ritual magic, pagan customs to get what they want? Think again. Okay? They will do that. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3. This is known also that in the last days, perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinence, fierce despisers of those that are good, traitors, um, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, okay, thereof from such turn away. For of this sort they are which creep into houses, lead captive silly women, laden with sin, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Now as James and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also in the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men as theirs also was. Okay? So that's a lot of people are going to be flat out evil, flat out, no holds barred, consumed by their flesh to do whatever they feel like they want to do. Even now, okay, people are trying to legalize pedophilia. They're trying to normalize it. They're trying to make it something normal. You got drag queen preachers now, okay? You have in uh, in England a school called the Isle of Man where they are pushing a curriculum to have kids learn about some really gross things, having drag queens have story time with them, having drag queens teach them about oral and anal sex. This is what's going on in our society right now. Okay? And they're making it hard for you to preach the gospel. They're going to make it hard. All right. So you might as well get used to preaching the gospel now. It's not easy. It's kind of rough because you could just if if you're not close to God, you're going to have to be because what does the Bible say, you know? Uh fear, do not fear what men could do do to you, but fear the Lord. What he will do to you. 
and we live in the first world country. We're so comfortable, so coddled, and we don't really take it seriously until it's in your face. And unfortunately for a lot of people, when it's in your face, people are going to break. Okay. It's either take the mark or get your head chopped off. But, you know, and you can't say, oh, I'll never take that mark or we'll never take that mark when so many people have taken the oath, you know, during 2019 and now just to keep food on the table. Okay. It's going back to the times of Rome. I don't know if I can even say that the back of the days of the prophets. Okay, when they were getting their heads chopped off and murdered, even by people who call themselves Christian. That's another thing, too. The Bible says that they will kill you thinking they're doing me a service. Just like it was with the Roman Catholic Church, how they were killing the real Christians. Okay. In Asia Minor. All right. That's what happened. Muslims were killing Christians. It's going to be some hard times. Very, very hard times. Even in Africa right now, they're killing Christians. All right, but that's basically it. That road to the mark of the beast is made when we choose not to trust God and we sin has life, all right? When we don't live for God, we have the fruit of sin. When we do live for God, we have the fruit of the spirit, okay? And being able to be on fire and being able to be like, okay, love not my life unto the death. I can't deny Jesus. I can't do that. We won't. Have that. Well, the Lord will understand. He'll let me understand. I got to feed my family. He'll understand. I got to keep my kids from being murdered. No, he won't understand. Gave up his son. That was his family. He's not going to understand you. All you're going to hear is depart from me, worker of iniquity, cast you into the fire, meant for the devil and his angels. All right. Peace and God bless.